0: To say my father, Dennis Hargrove, was different would be like saying getting pepper sprayed was mildly unpleasant. It communicates the idea, but not nearly to the extreme that it's true. Dad was so wildly eccentric, no woman could ever put up with him. Mom left him when I was four, never saw her again, and I'm pretty sure that's as long as any woman has ever stayed with him. Years of a successful medical practice meant dad had a lot of money and even more land. And he wasn't a bad looking dude, so getting women was a walk in the park. Getting them to stick around was a nightmare. Mary, the woman he was with until he died, stayed with him until the end. But I could see she had hated him. She never came in the same room as him without a scowl on her face. When he finally passed after a long, adorose fight with heart disease, she vanished. She was no spring chicken herself, Matt offered her to stay in the house as long as she needed. My wife and I were not moving in and the only response we ever received was, I'll not be in this house one dang second after that old bastard passes. Now that dad's gone and the place is vacant, my wife jenny and i decided to gut the old place and fix it up it'll make a nice rental property she and i never had any kids so we don't need a place like this big plus we have no real desire to leave the city it's a nice home but it was very dated shag carpet spiral staircases Wooden panels on the wall, it's like a Sears catalog from the 70s vomited into this place. For all of Dad's money and his constant attempts to keep up with the Joneses my whole life, he never would do anything to the house that involved any real work. All new appliances and furniture, but couldn't bring himself to get rid of the hideous green plastic tiles that lined the shower walls. Our renovation began in the living room, working our way through the kitchen, the bathroom, and the master bedroom where Jenny noticed something weird. Honey, have you ever noticed this wall is farther than the wall in the bathroom? That's an exterior wall. Shouldn't they be in the same place? No, I replied. I never noticed. That's how it's always been. I think the water heater is there or something. No, the water heater is in the alcove next to the washer and dryer. We stood and contemplated for a moment. We weren't going to bust down the drywall on that wall. Every other wall had that stupid wood paneling but this one. But I looked at Jenny and said, ah, what the heck, and swung my hammer through the drywall. It gave way with no effort so much so I almost fell through it to when my hammer didn't meet any resistance. I knocked a few more holes into the wall and stuck my head and a flashlight through the hole. Hey, there's a staircase in here. No way, where does it go? I didn't know this place had a basement. It doesn't, I replied. At least I don't think it does. So we knocked the rest of the drywall out until we had a hole big enough we could both fit through. We grabbed our flashlights and headed down the staircase. What do you think is down here, baby? You think this is where your dad stored all his gold bars? Huge wads of cash? Vintage collections? Jenny said, coughing. The dust was getting stirred as we made our descent. Jenny coughing and itched as we went down. Poor girl was allergic to everything. She'd always joke about how I was never sick and how she always was. Ha, I'm not sure, dear. I've always known this was here. I'm sure he had it sectioned off for a good reason. At the bottom of the steps was a large steel door with a padlock on it. Dad had the same lock on his chest of war relics he had in the attic. So, I tried the key and we walked into the basement that never was. It was pitch black. We shone our lights around to find a light switch, but found several candles. I used my cigarette lighter to light a few just to give enough light to see. The basement was an open floor with tapestries and wheeled bookshelves everywhere. Tucked in one corner were several boy-sized wooden mannequins. Tem? What is all this stuff? I'm not sure, it looks like an old collection of books from world religions, mysticalism, the occult, alchemy, you name it. What was your dad doing with all this? I thought he was catholic. He is, or was, I'm not really sure, most of these books look like they haven't been touched in years. Actually, I don't think anything down here has. Hey, look, there's a desk over in the corner. Looks like your dad's handwriting on some of these pages. I approached the desk and fumbled around the papers. Most of them were letters from men with names I couldn't pronounce, most likely from other countries. They all dealt with Eastern mysticalism, re of the dead, and every terrible thing you can imagine. Tim. Jenny asked, what was your dad practicing some kind of black magic? I'm not sure. I thumbled through more of the papers. Hey, here's a letter from mom, dated 1976. You are what, five then? Yeah, that's about a year after she left. Well, what does it say? I glossed over the letter as quickly as I could. She's telling dad she still loves him, but she'll never forgive him for what he's done, for cheating some kind of monster. What monster? Tim, I think your dad was into some serious stuff here if your mom left him for it. I don't know, and I'm not sure. Dad was already pretty normal. I know, and I'm not sure. Dad was always pretty normal. I have no idea what she's talking about. We scoured the papers and the documents Dad had sitting around, I inspected the mannequins. They were all covered with ruins and gillops, no doubt related to some type of black magic Dad was studying. Jenny sat in the corner, combing through papers while I continued to snoop around. Tim, I think I have something. What's that? In all your dad's letters, he seems like he's trying to knock on a very particular door. Here's one your dad translated where some eastern mystical talks about rescuing a soul from the afterlife, bringing it back to this dimension. Then this man from Combania is telling him how to bind souls to mannequins? See and all these symbols he's put at the bottom, master bonds on the mannequins. What else is in the letters? Well, there's one here from a chemist at Caltech dated August 1975. There are some pretty complex chemical formulas here, and apparently some magic too. What does it make? Some kind of synthetic skin, rather than real skin, that can grow and bleed without any organs. The chemist calls it the perfect disguise for someone who doesn't belong here. I don't understand, so Dad wanted to make some kind of living dead doll with skin? Given how your mother reacted, it looks like he was successful. There are even letters here from some of the people he consulted congratulating him. I thumbed through more random papers around the basement. Jenny did likewise, thumbing around through letters and envelopes Dad had strung across the corner of the room. I continued to look when I noticed Jenny had stopped moving, sitting in the corner, her eyes fixed on a single document. "'Tim,' she said as she began sobbing uncontrollably. "'Tim, I know who—' She couldn't speak past the sobbing. I approached her. "'What's wrong?' I asked. She tried to hold back the tears as she handed me the paper. I picked it up and my heart sank when I realized what it was. Certificate of Death for Timothy Wayne Hargrove, December 8th, 1974. Cause of Death, Brain Trauma. Thank you guys for listening to the story for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Now, huge thanks to Redditor, you slash no pollution 2644 for this amazingly well-written story, and thank you for granting permission for me to narrate it. Now, I'll see you guys in the next story, so don't forget to sit back, relax, and indulge in fear.